I'd like to say hello and um, give all glory to the full throne of God. And today I'm going to be giving the third part of my three-part series on the 12 tribes of Israel. And the third part is entitled, The Blessing of Jacob and a Promise Fulfilled. Now I hope you had a chance to read Deuteronomy chapter 28. I kind of ran out of time on part two. Um, so what I'm going to do is just go over the last verse with you. And the Lord shall bring thee into Egypt again with ships. By the way whereof I spake unto thee, thou shalt see it no more again. And there ye shall be sold unto your enemies for bond men and bond women, and no man shall buy you. And this meaning that no man will be able to ransom you back to your people. Now, if you read Deuteronomy chapter 28, and I strongly encourage you to do that, you will see that there is no one who fits the description in Deuteronomy chapter 28 except the so-called African-American or black man. All of the curses of Deuteronomy 28 were fulfilled upon our people. And this was not because God hated us, but because of the sins of our people and as an example to all people who sin. Now Israel was supposed to be the light of the world and an example of righteousness. When they sinned against God, it profaned his name. This is why God took his name, Israel, away from them. It is also why Israel was punished double for their sins. But God loves his people. As Paul says, all Israel shall be saved, Romans 11:26. Though he cautions us in Romans 9, 6, they are not all Israel who are of Israel. Paul goes on to explain that it is not Israel of the flesh, but Israel of the promise that will be saved. Israel of the promise are those with faith and works of righteousness. To say, I am an Israelite or I am an Hebrew means nothing unless through faith and obedience you are fulfilling the law of God and the testimony of Jesus Christ. The punishment of Israel was harsh, but in the end, God will save his people. He promised that a remnant would be saved. God did not forget his promise to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. Remember what Christ said to the woman at the well? Salvation is of the Jew. No one can come to God through any other way. Paul also explained to the Jew first and also to the Gentiles. Paul said to the Gentiles concerning Israel, For if the casting away of them be the reconciling of the world, because when Israel fell, it began the time of the Gentiles that was the casting away of Israel, what shall the receiving of them be but life from the dead? And this is in Romans 11, 15. Now what does this mean? It means that we were all dead once when we were in sin, but we are alive in Jesus Christ. All things are made new in Christ. Now the Gentiles are not serving God in truth in the churches of Mystery Babylon. But when God renews his promise to Israel, he will fill them with his light. He's going to fill them with his light and with his Holy Spirit first. To the Jew first, as it says, and their light will enlighten the world and the righteous Gentiles will come to their light. And this is life from the dead. Remember what it says in John chapter 1. In him was life. The life was the light of, the, of men. 
And I'm going to go to Isaiah. My first scripture reading is Isaiah 60, verses 1 to 3. Arise, shine, for thy light is come, and the glory of the Lord is risen upon thee. He's talking about Israel. For behold, the darkness shall cover the earth, and gross darkness the people. And this is the condition that we're in now. Gross darkness. Darkness are the lies, the confusion, the lack of understanding, and the disobedience. But the Lord shall arise upon thee, and his glory shall be seen upon thee. And the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings to the brightness of thy rising. Remember that in Israel will all the nations of the earth be blessed. And we can read about the promise that God made to Jacob in Genesis 28, verse 14. God is calling his children to him to feed on the word of God. Though we went away in sorrow, we will return again with singing. In the last days, the Lord will reveal to the entire world who his chosen people are, and he will get them fame in all nations. Now I'm going to read in the book of Zephaniah, chapter 3, verse 18 to 20. I will gather them that are sorrowful for the solemn assembly who are thee to whom the reproach of it was a burden. Behold, at that time I will undo all that afflict thee. He's talking about Israel. And I will save her that halted and gather her that was driven out. And I will get them praise and fame in every land where they have been put to shame. We've certainly been put to shame here. At that time will I bring you again, even in the time that I gather you. For I will make you a name and a praise among all people of the earth. When I turn back your captivity before your eyes, saith the Lord. Israel will be a center of truth and peace. When he blessed the children of Israel, he promised also to bless the land of Israel. The promised land has been a hot battleground, a place of war and drought and contention from nations that have taken her over. The Lord speaks about this in the book of Ezekiel. Now, I don't have time to go over Ezekiel chapters 35 and 36, but I would like you to read it. Ezekiel 35 prophesies against Miss Mount Seir, who took over the land. It says that they said the land was theirs, and it was given to them to consume. Mount Seir is a similar to a spiritual name given to the people who have taken over the land of Israel and claimed it as theirs. All the people over there is Mount Seir. Please read Ezekiel chapter 35 on your own. Ezekiel chapter 36 goes on to describe how God spoke against Idumea. This is another similitude. Who claimed the land was theirs and how he would deliver the land of Israel from the heathen and gather his children and return Israel to their land. Now I'm going to read a little bit of that. We're going to go to Ezekiel chapter 36. We're going to read 24 and 25. And then I'm going to skip down to 33 to 38. For I will take you from among the heathen and gather you out of all countries and will bring you into your own land. Now if the people in Israel were the true Israelites, they would already be over there, but they're not. Then will I spring clean water upon you, and ye shall be clean from all your filthiness, and from all your idols will I cleanse you. I'm going to go on to 33 to 38. Thus saith the Lord God, in the day that I shall have cleansed you from all your iniquities, I will also cause you to dwell in the cities, and the ways shall be builded, and the desolate land shall be tilled, whereas it lay desolate in the sight of all that passed by. And they shall say, this land that was desolate 
is become like the Garden of Eden. Now, this hasn't happened yet. The people that came to that land and claimed that they were Jews in Israel, this hasn't happened. The land is not like the, the Garden of Eden. It's a, 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 a desert over there. And the waste and desolate and ruined cities are become fenced and are inhabited. Then the heathen that are left round about you shall know that I, the Lord, build the one places. God will build it, not the United Nations, not by the power of man. And plant that that was desolate. I, the Lord, have spoken it, and I will do it. Thus saith the Lord God, I will yet for this be inquired of by the house of Israel to do it for them. I will increase them with men like a flock, as a holy flock, as the flocks of Jerusalem in her solemn feast. So shall the way cities be filled with the flocks of men, and they shall know that I am the Lord. Most of those people over there, there are many of them that do not even believe in God. They've just taken on the name of Israel. Now let us read some of the beautiful scriptures that speak of the promises to come in Israel. It is so many when you read through the prophets. So, so very many. We're going to read first about the outpouring of the Holy Spirit in Isaiah chapter 44, verses 1 to 5. Because that's what has to happen first. Before we go back over to the land of Israel, God is going to take us. We're not going to get on the airplane and go over there. Uh, the Lord is going to pour out his spirit on us. Like he said, he's going to change us. He's going to cleanse the heart. We have to have the evil root removed from us. And the thing that was put in us from the garden so we can be able to be perfect before God. Yet now hear, O Jacob, my servant, and Israel, whom I have chosen, Thus saith the Lord that made thee and formed thee from the womb, which will help thee. Fear not, O Jacob, my servant, and thou Jezreel, whom I have chosen. For I will pour water upon him that is thirsty, and floods upon the dry ground. I will pour my spirit upon thy seed, and my blessing upon thine offspring. And they shall spring up as among the grasses, as willows by the watercourses. That's something that happens very fast when you spring up among the grasses. You, the Holy Spirit will fall and suddenly that everybody will know who are the children of Israel. I'm an Israelite. One shall say, I am the Lord's, and another shall call himself by the name of Jacob, and another shall subscribe with his hand unto the Lord and surname himself by the name of Israel. Now I'm going to go to Isaiah 35, and this is a beautiful whole chapter. It's very beautiful, but I'm going to just read verse 10. And the ransomed of the Lord shall return and come to Zion with songs and everlasting joy upon their heads. We're going to be in so much joy and gladness. They shall obtain joy and gladness and sorrow and sighing shall flee away. Now, and God has told us that the gathering together of Israel will happen in the last days and on a very special day. That special day hasn't happened yet. It's a day that is cloudy and dark, and we can read about that in Ezekiel chapter 34, verses 11 to 14. For thus saith the Lord God, Behold, I, even I, will both search my sheep and seek them out, as a shepherd seeketh out his flock in the day that he is among his sheep that are scattered. So will I seek out my sheep and will deliver them out of all places where they have been scattered in the cloudy and dark day. And I will bring them out from the people and gather them from the countries and will bring them to their own land and feed them upon the mountains of Israel by the rivers and in all the inhabited places of the country. See, this is a very specific day. This is not a few people coming over here and there. This day has not happened yet. 
I will feed them in a good pasture, and upon the high mountains of Israel shall their fold be. There shall they lie in a good fold, and in a fat pasture shall they feed upon the mountains of Israel. And finally, one last scripture, and this is in the Apocrypha, it's in the book of Baruch, very beautiful. I can read the entire thing, um, but uh, I've got to read Baruch chapter 5, verses 5 to 9. It says, Arise, O Jerusalem, and stand on high, and look about toward the east, and behold thy children gathered from the west and to the east by the word of the Holy One, rejoicing in the remembrance of God. For they departed from thee on foot, and were led away of their enemies. The God bringeth them unto thee, exalted with glory, as children of the kingdom. For God hath appointed that every high hill and banks of long continuance should be cast down, and valleys filled up, to make even the ground that Israel may go safely in the glory of God. Moreover, even the woods and every sweet-smelling tree shall overshadow Israel by the commandment of God. For God shall lead Israel with joy in the light of his glory, with the mercy and righteousness that cometh from him. And that is the end of my presentation, and I hope that I've given you some information and things for you to think about. Thank you.